Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. I just want to say good evening, Faith Center family. Um, It's a privilege and an honor to just get to come and speak about the Lord and to share his word. Um, It's an honor. So I'm really not sure how to do this because I don't have the screen. So I'm going to call on several of you to maybe look up some scripture and read it if that'll be okay. And I will pass the mic when it comes to you. And I think I have one for second Peter already back here, but, um, and I, I will just call it out to you. But tonight, um, the Lord, when Pastor Cheryl called me, uh, he's had he's had us in. We've been doing a um, a life group, and we've been doing it on the Free Indeed series. By I don't know if you're all familiar with uh, Robert Morris, um, but it's about Christians being in bondage. And yes, Christians can be in bondage. Um, but there's several different types of bondages, and tonight the one bondage that I want to talk to you about is the bondage of the fear of man. It's the spirit of the fear of man. But before I go into that, I would like to, um, I want to do something here, and I want you to kind of just keep this in your, uh, your mind, but I'm going to act like this here is the temple, is the temple of God, which I'm a temple of, of God, so if you can't hear me, I'm sorry if I keep moving the mic. I'm, I get nervous when I start moving, so, okay. So, this represents my temple, or the temple of the living God. This is God's temple, okay? And if I can get it to turn on. So, the candle, the light of Jesus. So, in, in, in the temple, any temple, you know that there is a throne, right? There's a throne that the king sits on, okay? And so when we're born-again believers, Jesus comes and he sits on the throne of our hearts, okay? So this is, this is the temple. This is this temple, which we all make up the temple because we're each lively stones, Okay, so I just want you to keep that in, in mind. Is this is the temple, and Jesus is ruling and reigning, and he's sitting on that throne. And not only that, does he rule and reign on this throne, but sometimes we can have bondages that can move the Lord off of the throne of our heart. Okay, and that's one of those bondages I want to talk about tonight is the bondage of the fear of man or the spirit of the fear of man. And when you think about a bondage, what do you think about? When when you think of somebody in bondage, what do you think about? Well, to me, I picture, well, someone's hands being tied together. Okay, that's that's one way. And if you ever think about that or um, we're going to talk about a snare, and 
and I'm going to go to that right now. And I'm going to talk to you about, first of all, here's the temple. And this is uh, 1 Corinthians 3.16. It says um, that I am the temple of the living God. Know you not that you are the temple of the living God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Okay? So he dwells in us, right? So that means he takes up residence in, inside of us. He's in this temple. He's on my throne, the throne of my heart. And then what causes that sometimes causes the Lord not to be on that throne would be a type of bondage, which I, is called the fear of man. This particular um, spirit of the fear of man is if you go to Proverbs 29.25, I'm going to read. This is one scripture I will read. <laughs> if I can get there. And it says this. The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso put his trust in the Lord shall be safe. So the fear of man brings a snare. So when you look up that word snare, that word snare means a trap. Or um, some, some of the... Um, Rendering says it like a gin, which is that something that traps a bird. Like it, it they use some type of wire or something, and it and it snares that bird where it cannot fly or it cannot, you know, take off. It cannot. Um, so this is the picture I have, and uh, maybe this will help. If I was to take and tie my take tie my leg to that chair, um, you think I could run very fast? No, I wouldn't be able to to run to my fullest potential, right? So a lot of times this snare that the sphere of man, it keeps us from being able to be everything that God created us to be, to be effective, to be the best at that, okay? And so it keeps us from that purpose. It keeps us from, from fulfilling the purpose of God. And a lot of times this fear of man, it will be two camps that you, you'll you see it, it comes out in being either a people pleaser or a controlling people. And see, I felt like I fell into the people pleaser. And also, I would like to speak on this, this spirit of the fear of man is also, it is a prophetic spirit. And what I mean by that is it speaks to you. Just like the Holy Spirit speaks to us, he speaks life to us. He speaks the life of Christ. This spirit of fear, it also, it will, it is always, it always tears down. It's always trying to disengage you. It's trying to um, cause you to be pulled away from God. It's never, and it condemns. It's always condemning. So the next scripture that I would like to go to is Luke 12, verse 4 and 5. And I think I have Shane going to read that one. Um, hang on a minute. Yes. John 12, 42 and 43. But you'll use this microphone. I'm reading this out of the NIV. It's... Yet at the same time, many, even among the leaders, believe in him. But because of the Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith 
for fear they would be put out of the synagogue. For they loved human praise more than praise from God. So they were afraid and they, they loved the human praise rather than God's praise. So they chose to do, because of the fear, the spirit of the fear of man that was in them, they wouldn't openly do what was pleasing to God, rather what was pleasing to man. And see, and that is something that um, I want you to kind of, I want to show you this. So when we start to um, be more concerned with what man thinks of us and not what God thinks of us, it kind of starts to hide the light of God that's in us, okay? Pretty soon we even, so we're, we're snared to the fear of man, so we're snared and we're entangled with what man thinks about us and not what God thinks about us. Um, we start believing what man speaks about us and not what God is telling us through his word. And we start to value, actually, we start to even value what man says and not what God says. And then Second Peter 2.19, I'm going to have Virginia, she's going to. They promise freedom, but they themselves are slaves of sin and corruption. For you are a slave to whatever controls you. And when people escape from the wickedness of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and then get tangled up and enslaved by sin again, they are worse off than before. So we become enslaved. We become enslaved to this fear of man. We are ensnared. And so it snares us to man. Now man's is our meter of acceptance. It is now man's approval that we seek. And then in the fear of man also, it takes in, not only does it snare us to man, but it snares us from God. So in other words, it's going to keep us from God. It's going to keep us from, from doing the purpose that God's created us for. And something that I can share a little bit with that is I had this fear of man. I had this spirit of, of the fear of man. And it kept me from actually it bound me so much to care what man thought because I was a woman. And this is how the, the snare of the fear of man works because this spirit is so sneaky and strategic that a lot of times we're not even aware that we have this, that we have been enslaved to it. We have become in bondage. And so this, this fear of man, I would hear, you're a woman. You're a woman. You can't preach or teach. I would hear this, and and it and it wasn't. It was the opposite of what God was telling me. Back in 2014, the Lord told me 
I've called you to teach and to preach my word. And I obeyed that, but then I started listening to the wrong voice. And that's what I'm talking about. This is a prophet spirit because anytime a prophet would speak in the, in the Old Testament, it was the Lord had given him that word to speak. And whatever that prophet spoke would come to pass if that was a true prophet of God. But see, this is a this is a, a spirit of fear. So all that he can speak to us and he and, and the spirit, they speak. They have a voice, so they're speaking. But see, that's where we have to learn to discern. But see, I was so caught up with that. I, I got to the place where I started believing that. And it made me question the calling that God had on my life. And so sometimes we even, whenever we start believing these lies and, and this spirit and it tears us down and it keeps us from believing what God has, so we start believing what it's saying, it keeps us from, it keeps us from God. It keeps us from doing and fulfilling the purposes of God. And so there is a story in the Bible about Peter. And I would like for someone to read that. Um, and it's in Luke chapter 22, verse 54 through 62, if someone would want to read it. Do I have any? Okay. Here, I want you to. Then they took him and led him and brought him into the high priest's house, and Peter followed afar off. And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall and were set down together, Peter sat down among them. But a certain maid beheld them as he sat by the fire and earnestly looked upon him and said, This man was also with him. Where are we going? 63. Okay, 63. And he denied him, saying, Woman, I know him not. And after a little while, another saw him and said, Thou art also of them. And Peter said, Man, I am not. And about the space of one hour after another, <clears throat> confidently affirmed, saying, Of a truth, this fellow also has with him, for he is a Galilean. And, and Peter said, Man, I know not what thou say. And immediately, while he yet spake, the cock crew. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter, and Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me three times. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. And the man that held Jesus mocked him and smocked him. Okay, so we, we see here with Peter, and Peter was a strong strong disciple. I, I really do believe he was a very strong man, but he also fell prey to the fear of man. Three times he would deny Jesus. And that is, that shows you that it, that's that snare. It kept Peter from what God had for him at that time. But, but I want you to notice something. Jesus wasn't done with him. Jesus wasn't done with him. 
So, so this snare also, it does something else. It snares others through you. It can, it causes, because you're, you're ensnared, it can snare others. And, and I have some scripture here that I would like to read. Um, and I'm going to ask John 7, 13. Does anybody want to read that? And then I'm going to, so if someone will take that, Amanda. And then um, Chelsea, would you do 922, John 922? Okay. And let's see, Jake. Would you do 1938, John 1938? And then would you do John 2019? Okay, so I'm going to go right down the line, and she's just going to pass it. So this is how um, others are snared through you, okay, that are if, when you are ensnared. So this is John 713. 713 from the NIV translation says, but no one would say anything publicly about him for fear of the leaders. John 9:22 His parents said these things because they feared the Jews for the Jews had agreed already that if anyone confessed that he was Christ he would be put out of the synagogue All right I got John 19:38 says and after this Joseph of Arimathea being a disciple of Jesus but secretly for fear of the Jews besought Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave him leave. He came, therefore, and took the body of Jesus. John twenty nineteen. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. So we see here that this fear of man, the spirit of the fear of man, kept them and also snared others through them because they wouldn't do it, therefore they nobody else did. So that's how it causes a snare to others. You can be a snare and not even know it because you're ensnared. But there is good news because... If you go on and you read back down, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go right back through about Peter. And that last time, and when the crock or the cock crew crowed on the, and, uh, the verse 60, it says in that, in that cock crowed, and that was after the third time that Je or Peter had denied Jesus. And it said, and the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. Okay. So something that really we've been, we, we've just done a study about this, and the thing that uh, we got to listen to a pastor talk, and he said that, you know, a lot of people were like, Jesus was looking at Peter like, really, Peter? Um, really? Uh, could you not, you know, at least act like you knew me? <laughs> but he wasn't, he wasn't looking like that to Peter. Peter, Jesus was looking at Peter, and he was looking at Peter, and it was Peter. I love you. Come back, come back, Peter. 
And so, so when, when I think about that, I think about that's the love of God. That is the love of God. And no matter where we're at, what voice we've listened to, we can come back. Jesus is always welcoming us back. And that's where, um, you know, there's times that, you know, we, we mess up and we totally, we just totally blow off. I blew off what God was telling me. I devalued it. It causes us to devalue what God is telling us. And we start, we start, we kind of start pushing the Lord away. I know this because I did this. And then pretty soon, he's not even on the throne. He's, he's still in the temple, but he's not on the throne. The cares of man, the fears of man, has become the one that sits on the throne. I did it. And it kept me from being what God wanted me to be. And I was so nervous coming here tonight, you guys. But when Cheryl called me, and we'd been, we'd been going through this study, and I'm learning to be a teacher. I'm learning. I love the Lord, and I know what he's called me to do, and I'm not going to step back away from that no more. Because you know something? I choose. I choose him to sit on the throne of my heart. Not the fear of man. Not the voices in this world that try to keep me bound to something that is not, it's not even my God. He is not my God. Fear is not my God. What man thinks of me is not my God. Jesus is my Lord, and I'm going to obey him. I'd rather be pleasing unto him than pleasing unto man. And that's why if there are Many different callings in here on, on every one of your lives. And so your calling may be a little bit different than my calling, but it doesn't, make, it's not, it doesn't diminish it or make it even any less than my calling because it's, it's the calling that he's placed on your life. And we have to remember something. we got to tune out those voices because if they're not speaking life and they're not speaking in accordance to this word, then you know what? Throw it out with the trash. I mean, I heard um, um, Alvin Moore say, flush it down the stool because that's where it belongs. It's nothing but trash. So flush it. And so and tonight I, wanna, I wanted to talk about too about how, how, how do we get free from this? this, this fear of man. Deliverance comes through first by seeing that you're ensnared when, when the Lord shows you. Because in his infinite love, he will show us. Because, you know, um, and I shared this with Cheryl, the Lord had spoke something to me, and this has been several weeks ago, and he told me to write it down, and I wish I'd have brought it here tonight, but I dated it. And he said, and these were the simple words that he spoke to me, he said, the Lord is cleaning the house. And it's time to get rid of all impurities. And you know what? And then, then he went on to tell me, he said that, that um, he's come to set the captives free. And every one of them shall go out free. And I do believe that. And, and it starts with, we have to be able to see. And God is showing us the, the, these 
snares that has snared the body of Christ. They're bondages, and they're not allowing us to walk in the fullness of Christ and in the purpose that he's created us for. And so, so this is how we're going to get free, is first of all, he shows us. And just by us seeing that we've been ensnared, that's the first step. And then let's ask for help. Sometimes we have to ask for help with trusted friends, um, fellow Christians, and, and by staying connected to the body of Christ. And sometimes it may be so bad that you may need godly counsel, and that's okay. And, and I'm telling you, um, I'm here if anybody needs me for anything, because this is very real, and I believe that God is saying it's time that my people are delivered, every single one of us, because he wants the very best for us. He has created us for himself, and he is the best. He is the absolute best. So, Cheryl, this is all I have, but I would like to pray. And I know that, and, and I want to tie something else in here, too. Do you know that worship, when we put and we keep Jesus on the throne of our heart, that means that we are devoted to him. He is our first passion, our first love. So the first act of like an act of worship is being in obedience to God and it's being in obedience to his word, okay? And sometimes the enemy will come and say, like, like the Lord will like nudge you like, why don't you just raise your hands and just praise me, just worship me? Or why don't you just come to this altar and tell me how much you love me? But we don't do it because we're afraid of what people think. And that's that, that voice because we're listening to that voice other than the voice of the Lord saying, come here, come here, just come here. And sometimes he's saying, come back, just come back. I love you. So tonight, I, I just want you to think about that whenever we're worshiping. And maybe, maybe this was just for me and that's okay. But I think that there are many things and many times and missed opportunities that we have that we could have, that we should have, but we didn't. But I think it's time that we said, yes, Lord, we're coming back. And you're, you're, you're taking, take your rightful seat on the throne, Lord God. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.